Coming from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Pleasure to have Ann Sharp joining us next as a certified professional organizer and closet designer at a Sharp Space. She joins us just north of Boston. She's here telling us about the work she does to help you reduce stress and organize your space. And she really believes your home should be a safe haven where you can relax and let go of all the pressures from the outside world. So we are excited to have Ann Sharp here once again joining us today. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Nice to be on your show. Thank you. Well, pleasure to have you here. First and foremost, tell us a little bit about what you do. Oh, well, I'm a certified professional organizer specializing in residential organizing. Um, I'm in the greater Boston area. And uh, the services I offer cover, I would say, three main categories. Um, home organization, uh, closet design, and move management. Beautiful. And what is the website? It's asharpspace.com. So it's a play on my name and no dots or anything, just A-S-H-A-R-P-S-P-A-C-E.com. All right. Well, let's begin our conversation. Tell us uh, what you do specifically. So within the realms of residential organizing, um, people often come to me because they're, they're experiencing some kind of frustration with their space. There, there may be stress when they work and they see the place in disarray, a lot of clutter or whatever. Um, so I can kind of help uh, put some systems in place to create some routines so that um, things don't get to that point in the future. Um, you know, sometimes it's caused by just a situation that's happened. Maybe they have moved to a new city, they had two days in their new place before starting a new job and just seriously have not had the time, you know, to really unpack and put things. Um, or it could be because of some other life transition, you know, maybe a new baby or um, a health diagnosis and suddenly things that you used to keep on top of just, you know, they're falling through the cracks and you need some help. And, you know, it's the sort of thing I can help get you right back on the right track again, help you with some maintenance tips so that, you know, once things are on a level peg, if you like, you can keep up with it yourself. All right. Well, before we get into more specifics about the work you're doing, I want to find out about you. Where are you from? And what brought you down this path of organizing? Well, I've lived in the Winchester area, just north of Boston, over 20 years. Um, But I am originally from Northern Ireland, from Belfast. and that is actually where I grew up and went to college. So I still do think of that as home. Um, so. Most of my clients, though, are in, the, I would say, the Boston area. You know? Okay. And where did the organizing come from? Was it something your mother did? Was it innate? Or who? How did you get to be so organized? Oh, I think I just naturally am very organized. I always was, even as a child. Um, I can remember having like regular, what we would have called jumbo sales, you know, like a yard sale, uh, getting rid of excess toys to make a little extra pocket money. And my mom telling me that, oh, God, you know, you just got rid of um, things that you were just newly given. And she actually makes me knock on people's doors and buy them back. So, um <laughs> That was my first experience of um, 
having clear rights and selling things. Um, but, you know, since then, I think I've just learned a lot by, through education. Um, I became a member of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. And they just have some wonderful resources um, to really learn a lot about organizing in no matter which field you're in. Um, so I specialize primarily in residential organizing. So that's really helped me. Amazing. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. So uh, you mentioned you have to put yourself out there, believe in yourself, right? And, you know, fake it till you make it, you say. So uh, I can't believe this. You seem so confident. And like, are you a perfectionist? Or uh, explain that concept. Uh, to be honest, I think most organizers are perfectionists. heart. It sort of uh, comes with the territory. Um, but I think you have to learn that that's, well, it's not how everybody is wired. And you just have to accept that good enough is good enough sometimes, you know. I think if you are striving for perfection all the time, you're just never going to get off the starting block. And I think it's more important to just make a start. Um, you know, every step forward is a step in the right direction and just better to get going. And I think, you know, with clients, you have to listen to where they're at. I mean, something that I might strive for may not be of importance to them. You know, perhaps the uh, closet is not what they're looking for at all. They, they just want to put outfits that they wear together in a group, you know. So it's important to listen to make sure that you're meeting your client's goals, not necessarily your own goals. Um, but yeah, I am a bit of a perfectionist myself. So. Oh, <laughs> I see. It's okay. That's part of it. I love it. I love it. Also, you mentioned you're the NAPO ambassador for New England. What is that? So within um, NAPO, which is the national association that I belong to, it's like our professional body, um, there's a lot of volunteer opportunities. So I volunteer both at the local chapter level and at the national level. So at the national level, when new organizers join the professional association, um, during the first year, they're exposed to all the resources and opportunities that that association offers. And it can feel quite overwhelming. So what I do is for all organizers who join within the New England, um, five of the six states, Connecticut actually have their own um, setup. But within all the other states, New England, I contact those new organizers four times in the first year of membership. And, you know, then I send them an email about, you know, introducing different resources throughout the year and then offer them the chance to talk directly with me if they're having any you know, questions or situations which they would like some help with. And um, I find it very rewarding, actually. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Well, let me ask you, how how come some people are so unorganized? What, what happens with our mental health? What do you notice about the people that can't get their stuff organized? I'm one of them, by the way, guilty. I have a six and eight-year-old. My dining room is filled with toys. I have piles of mail everywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm guilty of this. And I always say I don't have time. I don't have time. But is there something really behind that? I, I, I'm scared, I think. W- what do you notice? Um, I think 
there can be a couple of different things at play. Um, I mean, some of it is, as I described earlier, situational, where it, it is simply a lack of time. It's, don't, it's not that you don't know what to do or how you would like it to be, but you just simply don't have the time or the energy. But then there's also another side to it, which is where people are maybe chronically disorganized, and that can have more of a mental health background. And it's, you know, it's associated with some diagnoses and often requires somebody very specially trained to fully understand where they're coming from to help them well. I, I would say I, I definitely have helped a lot of people who suffer from ADHD, but when it gets to, um, like, people who maybe have hoarding tendencies, I'm really not the right person because then, you know, I'd want to connect you with with maybe a mental health expert, you know, often a social worker with, um, you know, a group of people to support you on that journey. So I think as a certain, certainly as a certified professional organizer, I try to find out what is your situation and what are the symptoms, you know, and what has caused this. And if it's something I can help with, I will tell you and, you know, we'll work with you. But if it's something that I feel you require more specialized help with, I will refer you to someone else. And I have a great network of other organizers who are skilled in different areas to refer you to. Um, I strongly believe in being, you know, a good fit for my clients and don't want to um, be unethical in any way by saying I can support you in a journey which perhaps I'm not qualified for. But certainly there are many, many situations I can help you. (laughs) All right. Well, we got to take a quick commercial break. Would you mind sharing the best form of contact? Um, By phone, which is 617-939-4641 or by email, anne, A-N-N-E, at asharpspace.com. Perfect. All right. Let's do this. Let's take our break. And when we return, we'll talk more about how you can help our listeners. Please don't go anywhere and stay with us. Thank you. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure. Aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Hey guys, this is Casey Armstrong. Domestic and family violence causes fear and harm to the mind, the body, and the spirit. The soundtrack for the movie 17 Days is a musical depiction of what is captured on film. The soundtrack is here to change the course of direction of anyone who is involved in abuse. Actors Miguel Nunez Jr. and Omar Gooding help capture the true emotion of what the journey of being in a domestic violent relationship feels like with their award-winning performances. The first single is Walk Away. Walk Away has a hypnotic pattern, yet refreshing point of view for anyone who can relate to the difficulty of being made to feel as if you are always the cause of the problem in a relationship. The album is produced by AEMG, DJ Profluent, and Terry D Films, and is composed of songs from award-winning artists and producers such as Chub Rock, Drummer Boy Fresh, Five Mics featuring Dave East, Stunna for Vegas, Omar Gooding, Styles P, and many, many more. For more information, go to at 17 Days The Movie. Has life seemed to have lost its vibrancy? 
Do you need help sorting through some of the things going on in your life and in your mind and in your heart? Well, I got good news. You are not alone and I am here to help. I am Alice Ward, licensed professional counselor, supervisor, owner, and private practitioner of Transformation Begins Within. Let me help you learn some strategic steps and therapeutic tools to help you on your journey to wellness. You can reach me at transformingmindsets.com. Be mindful, be well, be free. Therapy is my love language. from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our professional organizer here joining us today. And we're talking about, well, the help that you may need. And yes, you're working now in, you're based out of where specifically in Massachusetts? Um, I'm based in Winchester, which is just about eight miles north of Boston. Perfect. All right. And you mentioned three organizations, three categories, the home organization, clause design, and move management. Do you want to kind of hone in on some of those? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, with home organization, it's often about finding a permanent place for everything in your home. You know, imagine when you come back from a trip, right? You're offloading the car, and you know, if you just dump it in the hallway, uh, yeah, you're going to trip over it. But, you know, if you've already assigned a home for all the things that you took with you on the trip, then it's just a matter of yeah, putting them, you know, where they belong. So, you know, I try to work that out with people. Uh, where is a natural home for things? And it's not going to be the same for everyone. It's all about how you live in your space and, you know, uh, the storage that you have and trying to have things accessible near where you actually use them. Um, and then creating the routines and systems so that they do get, get put back, you know, after they've been used, you know. Um, and then in terms of closet design, I help people both in terms of what they store in their closet and the fixtures that hold them up. Um, you know, sometimes I get called in uh, to do a closet design, but really all we need to do is go through everything that's stored there and maybe store it in a more productive and efficient way. Um, there may well be things that, you know, have just gravitated to the closet but don't really belong there, like pumping equipment or, you know, um, oh, I see all sorts of things in closets that maybe could be housed better elsewhere, more where they're actively used. Um, and I always suggest, you know, purging first. I mean, maybe you already have done that. Maybe you're on top of things. You only have the things that you love and wear. But most people, I think, once they dig in, they realize, oh, gosh, you know, I didn't even realize I still had that. I have more than that since, you know, whenever. So I always recommend um, taking a look at what you have, making sure you still want it, that you, know, you still love and wear it, and then uh, making sure the fixtures support what you have. And then, you know, if you really are at capacity, absolutely, we can talk about a redesigned closet or just adding some risers or maybe a second to cricket hanging or whatever. Um, and then with leave management, I think that's probably what most people call in uh, professional organizers. You know, maybe you're dreaming of moving um, somewhere bigger, somewhere smaller, but, you know, you've got a lot of stuff in your current house that's 
not going to work with the new home. Um, I mean, maybe you're moving to a warmer state, you know, Arizona, Florida. You don't need the snowblower or all those layers of heavy clothing that we tend to have in the Northeast. So, you know, it's about looking ahead to where you're moving and making sure that what you bring uh, will work there and that you don't fill it up with things that maybe you don't use anymore. So I always encourage people to take the time to go through everything, really question whether it will serve them in their new home or, you know, the new life that they're trying to create. And I can help them with uh, a whole array of resources in terms of free charitable pickups or taking away things myself to make sure that they benefit other people. Um, And the other part of move management is sort of presenting your home at its best for potential buyers if you're the owner. Um, Sometimes even your landlord might want you to just straighten the place up a bit for potential new renters coming in. So, you know, I can give it an independent eye, look at a room, you know, and maybe just using your own beautiful things, style it a little bit to make it present well to a potential new owner or tenant. And then when you move to your new place, you know, I'm happy to follow you to Hawaii, but I don't get many of those requests. But, um, you know, if it's a local move, um, I'm absolutely there to help you move in and unpack and get settled in your new space and see how your storage system's looking. If they're not ideal, I can help you with that too. Beautiful. And do you also do any staging work? I do staging just with what you have. So I'm not going to be... um, turning up with a truck full of furniture, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So I do have a management and home staging certificate, but uh, the extensive services I will offer will be making the best of what you currently own. I mean, sure, we could bring in some fresh flowers and fruit and things, but yes, uh, I'm just going to suggest probably purging, putting away some things and trying to showcase what you have to best advantage. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Also, let's talk about closet organization. Yay, this is a good one. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about uh, the work you do. Is there any closet too small, too big? I think most of the situations I come across is where whatever space you have is just not utilized fully. Um, I often find there's a lot of vertical space that's just dead. You know, it's The fixtures aren't serving you well. Um, Sometimes people don't recognize where there is space capacity, like on the back of a door, for example. Um, You know, I think a a standard closet in a new house is too often a shelf and a rod, a single rod, and that same space can be reconfigured to provide a lot more storage. So... I mean, it all depends what you have. If if one shelf and one rod serves your needs, then why change it, you know? Um, but if you're trying to store a lot of things in a very small space, we need to get creative. So, um, as I say, I would always start with um, making sure that what you're housing in your closet is stuff that you want to keep. Yeah, but a lot of us have this, like, emotional attachment to things. Could you share? How do you help people let that go? Uh, I ask a lot of questions. Um, And sometimes, you know, just making you pause for a minute and think about it is enough 
to make you realize that, you know, I really don't need to hold on to this. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not going to be the sort of person that's going to tell you to get rid of something. I'm just going to ask you questions, pose possible scenarios, and you will always decide. But, I mean, there might be that T-shirt that you wore to, you know, some killer concert that you went to, and every time you look at it, it brings back great memories. So, you know, sure, keep it, you know. Maybe it's that first marathon you ran. You know, I, I, I have one client who... Um, we actually organized an entire closet of the marathon, um, you know, different jackets, clothing, things that were, you know, given or bought at each marathon. And it's it's important to her. It's like part of her memorabilia, you know. So I, I think there's a lot of emotions attached with clothing. But if it brings back a negative emotion, then why are you keeping it, you know, when you look at it? If, if it's making you feel bad, it's time to let it go. And I think that happens quite often where you're keeping a lot of clothing, maybe in different sizes, hoping to get back to that size two or four. And, you know, I just ask people to be realistic. You know, um, I definitely have clients who keep things in multiple sizes, but, you know, maybe one up, one down is enough, you know, um, just, you know, be realistic. So. Beautiful. All right. And what about donation? Do you suggest to people that donation could be a great way to help, uh, you know, others make you feel good about giving some stuff away? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I do have a whole range of donations. Actually, through my website, I have a page uh, it's titled Resources. And there I list a lot of donation resources uh, for Clothing, high school goods, media, you know, kids' toys, a whole range of things. Um, Admittedly, it's tailored primarily for my more local area, although there are also some national charities there. But there's a new section I added about a year ago on recycling because um, I'm based in Massachusetts and a new law came into effect, in fact, on November 1, uh, 2022. Uh, where you're, you're not allowed to put textiles, for example, in uh, the trash anymore. It, about 10% of our current landfill is textiles, which could have been recycled. So uh, there's a big move afoot to try to keep textiles, clothing and shoes and so forth out of the landfill. So I definitely uh, suggest resources. There's um, even there's recycling uh, places. If, if your clothing's not in good enough condition to to be sold through a thrift store or donated, it can still be recycled, so it should not go in the trash. So, yeah, I definitely work with clients on that. Got it. Something I feel very strongly about. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. Would you mind sharing the best form and all forms of contact for our listeners? Um, so, my website is asharpspace.com, and on that I do have a contact page with my phone number, my email, and also a Calendly link to um, a complimentary discovery call, which is just how I start work with any clients. I want to make sure that, you know, your pain points are something I can help and address, and you can ask questions of me to make sure I'm a good fit for, you know, the space you envisage. So I would start with the website. 
Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us, and really looking forward to the next time we get to connect. You have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. You. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Don't go anywhere. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.